Welcome to the Coach's Nook, your weekly boost of coaching caffeine. I'm Anna Maria. I'm Vicenta. We are two certified professional coaches who are passionate about helping people move towards the life that they want to lead. Every episode, we'll be sharing practical tools and techniques that are easy enough to implement right away so you can experience the impact of coaching for yourself. Grab your favorite drink and join us for the conversation. Learning how to create and sustain presence in the moment is vital to showing up fully in life. This requires your attention and complete immersion in the activity at hand. In today's episode, we will discuss what it means to live in the present moment and provide you with some tips and ways that will allow you to do so. Living in the present moment means not dwelling in the past and not being anxious about what will happen in the future. It means enjoying what you're doing now, what's happening now, and living in the moment. When you're not in the present, you're robbing the moment of your full attention. Anna Maria, I have done this so many times in the past. I would be on an outing, say with my daughter, and we would be having the most wonderful time. And suddenly I would say, oh, remember when we did this or that? I got to thinking about this and I thought, why couldn't I just let the joy of the moment be enough? Why did I have to bring up the past? And it wasn't so much judgment as more of an observation and getting curious. Because I don't think my daughter even noticed it because she got right into the conversation about that fun incident that we had. And you know what? It bothered me because I wasn't fully present and it felt like I was taking away from the moment we were having. I thought to myself, let's just enjoy the moment for what it is, a beautiful, glorious moment. I actually caught myself recently wanting to pipe up, hey, remember when? But you know what? I didn't. I just stayed present in the moment. Good for you. That leads me to a question. Do you know why you would ask about the past and not enjoy the moment at hand, which was very beautiful? You know, that's a great question. I'm not sure exactly. I think because I'm very sentimental and I treasure memories that the present moment was making me think of those memories, which is a nice thing to have, right? Pleasant memories. But I think there's something about not living in the present moment that takes away, you know, at some level from the experience you're having at that moment, if that makes any sense. Of course, it makes sense. I remember spending time with my mom over the last couple of years prior to her passing, dwelling on the fact it may be the last time we can sit and chat over a coffee or the last time we can watch a movie together. By thinking this, it distracted me from taking it in fully. And I was anxious about what the future would bring. I learned to stop myself, to bring myself back to the present moment because I knew these special times 
were ending due to her dementia. Yes, that makes complete sense. It's that anxiety that trips us up, isn't it? Either we're worrying about what was and have no control over that, or we're anxious about what is going to be happening and worrying about that future event that actually may not even happen. So it does take away from the moment. Often, most of us worry about things that never happen. So we've expended emotional and mental energy that could have been used for something much better than worrying. I want to mention that usually what we worry about are things that we do not have control over. So the worry only makes us anxious about the future and stress about the past. And we move ourselves from living in the present moment, as you mentioned, and a song my mom used to always sing was, que sera, sera, don't <laughs> worry about it. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Well done. Thanks. Okay, so we have eight ways for being more aware and being more present on a daily basis. And the first one that I'm going to discuss is celebrating the tiny joys. And I'm going to pipe in here if you don't mind. Sure. And tell you what has been bringing me lots of joy. This fall, my husband bought a bird feeder and I have been enjoying watching the birds every day. It brings such a smile on my face. I see the bird feeder outside the kitchen window and also from my office window. I find it so relaxing and peaceful and I love watching them. That's wonderful. And guess what? The birds are living in the present moment. Yeah, you're so right. I always sit animals teach humans how to enjoy life and how to love unconditionally. Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's continue. The second tip is identify the moment. You know, I did this exercise yesterday and it comes from coach Shirzad Shamin in his positive intelligence course. So this is what happened yesterday. It was such a beautiful day here in Toronto. I went outside in the backyard and sat and for a few minutes, I closed my eyes and I noticed all the sounds around me and I labeled them. So I heard so much chirping from the birds and there were birds nearby and birds far away and I could hear them. And there was a child shouting something and then I heard cars pass by and a transit bus. And so I would say bird chirping near, bird chirping far. And this exercise really got me focused to the present moment. And I was so grateful for all the birds. It sounded like 20 different birds were out and about and they were just making so much beautiful music. Wow, you described this experience so well that it takes me right into experiencing the moment with you. Oh, that's great. The third tip is to listen without intending to respond. Okay. Oh my goodness. This was me the other night. 
my daughter was telling me something and I didn't even notice that I was doing this, but she said very firmly, mom, let me talk. I know you're dying to say something, but let me finish. And I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was doing this because it's so automatic for me. It's quite the skill to listen and it's really something that I need to practice. I'd like to say it's a cultural thing being Portuguese. However, it is a skill that I'd like to develop. Being quiet and letting the other person have their say. This is a hard one for me to do as well. I want to be prepared and respond properly and not be judged as not smart enough, for example. So I'm preparing my response while the person is talking. This is a work in progress for me. Yeah, that inner judge comes up, eh? Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, the fourth tip is to be okay with not knowing all of the answers. So this actually ties in quite nicely with your inner judge, Anna Maria. Sure does. Yeah, being afraid of not coming across as smart. I think this is a hard one for most people because it's related to one's self-esteem and self-worth and respect. Will they respect me if I say, I don't know? Most people are looking for the esteem and respect of others, right? So when we say we don't know, then we are making ourselves vulnerable and perhaps not as esteemed in the eyes of the other person. At least that is usually our perception. And again, it's okay not to have all the answers. Nobody has all the answers. I think what's important is to get comfortable with not knowing all the answers and saying so. And sometimes, really people just want us to sit with them sometimes that's all they really need yes it's perfectly okay to say that you don't have the answer and you'll look into it and get back to them or you provide them with a resource where they can find the answer yes absolutely and the fifth tip to be more in the present moment is to listen to your body Another one that is huge. We often would prefer to numb ourselves than to actually listen to that tightness in the chest or the sweaty palms or whatever it is that your body is doing to send you that message that, hey, something is uncomfortable here or something is not right with this situation. Or you need to slow down and take a nap before you collapse. I've been much more mindful lately of what my body is trying to tell me. Being present and aware at the moment is so important because the feelings you are feeling are indicators of what's going on. There's a book written by Dr. Gabor Mate that I'm hoping to read in the next few months. It's called When the Body Says No. She's writing about how stress and chronic diseases are connected. It's really important to take a moment to get curious and ask yourself, hmm, why am I feeling this way? What is my body trying to tell me about me or this person or this situation? It's okay not to have the answer right away, but it's really important to make time to reflect on that later. 
It's amazing what the body tells us when we take the time to stop and listen. Yes. And you know, we've all heard stories of how people have left jobs because their work was so toxic and stressful that they developed some physical issues or serious illness. I can relate. I have left a job in the past due to a toxic environment and boss that left me with some issues with my health. Thank God they weren't chronic, but nonetheless, I had to deal with them. Oh boy, that's serious. Yeah, stress leads to physiological responses in the body. Yeah, absolutely. So the sixth way to live in the present moment is to feel your feelings. Just learning to embrace your feelings without judging whether they are right or wrong and just accepting them for what they are. Don't overanalyze them. You could ask yourself what thought led to the feeling to gain an understanding of why you're feeling that way. This may help you. Sit with it and take it in. You will find it is really liberating. It is important that we do not ignore our feelings. For instance, when you lose a loved one, don't fight the feelings of sorrow or anger that you might feel. Take it all in and let it play out. This way, you can move forward and not feel stress or a burden for not allowing yourself that feeling. Yes, it's so important to feel the feelings. Yes, of course. And the seventh way is finding the balance between going with the flow and planning. Going with the flow allows you to be flexible and ready for what may not go to plan. As we all know, we can plan to the nth degree and something always goes wrong. That is where we step back and look for the opportunity. Recently, I implemented a time and attendance system for payroll. And there were so many unexpected things cropping up that changed some of the processes of how payroll was done. And I see the opportunity to streamline the process. Initially, I may have felt a bit of frustration at the onset. However, I quickly recovered realizing the system had its limitations. Overall, it cut a great deal of manual work and time out of payroll processing. That's an amazing example of going with the flow. Yeah, baby. You did it. The eighth way to live in the present moment is to journal. As you reflect on your day, you can include things that you are grateful for and things that made your day great. This encourages you to think positively as you go through the day and to focus on the positive rather than the negative. This also in turn makes you happier. And when you are happier, you are more productive. Yes, let's get those endorphins going. For sure. <laughs> An exercise that you can use that helps bring you to the present moment is called the where am I exercise. Ask yourself, what is going on with my body? Am I warm? Am I cold? Am I comfortable? This allows us to stop plowing through the day. Start living in the present moment. When truly living in the present moment, you focus on one action at a time. You cannot be distracted. 
as you are totally present to the task and experience at hand. Your intuition is alive and you are open to each moment as it occurs. Love that. So in today's episode, we discussed what it means to live in the present moment and we provided some ways to embrace the practice of living in the present moment. In our next episode, we will discuss how to have a difficult conversation. We'd like to end this episode with a quote by Mother Teresa. Be happy in the moment, that's enough. Each moment is all we need, not more. so much for listening to the coach's nook with me anna maria and me vicenta if you liked what you heard please hit subscribe and share it with your family and friends and if you want more information or to schedule a private coaching session with either one of us please check the show notes on how to reach us we'd love to hear from you remember Never lose sight of where you want to be, which leads me to a quote from an unknown author that we both love. Hold the vision, trust the process. Until next time.